Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the temptation most entrepreneurs face and how not to fall in the trap as the consequences of failure in this area can really decimate your business. Let's get started. Do you have a small B2B business? Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for a, just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of a sales philosophy that permeates your entire company and not just with your salespeople. Today, I want to talk about how to deal with a temptation that most entrepreneurs face at some point. And that temptation is to take an easy influx of cash, whether that's something from a big sale or a contract or even borrow money for that matter. You know, um, as a background thing, you know, you, you've probably heard this before, but, you know, they've done studies in lottery winners, uh, you know, they win millions of dollars and, and you know, it, I think it's within two years, uh, 90 something percent of them are not only broke and lost all their money, but they're even bankrupt and they have less than they started with, you know, and, and question is why? Well, you know, the big reason is that they didn't know how to handle the money, obviously. Um, they, you know, we're not so sophisticated because when you have several million dollars and you're dealing with it, it's a whole different game, you know, than if you're going paycheck to paycheck, making $30,000 a year. It's a different skill set that's involved, different mentality. You know, another you know, example would be, you know, the son or daughter of a successful businessman that inherits their business, but they really don't have any clue how to run it uh, because they haven't been in business themselves. You know, they maybe have gotten a college degree and that's about it. And they go right into it. And, you know, within a couple of years, they run the company into the ground because they don't have that, you know, um, experience that's needed to run that business. You know, and, you know, as a personal example, uh, my father passed away when I was about, uh, I think I was about 22 due to pancreatic cancer. And at the time, he was a branch manager of a successful metropolitan life insurance office and made a very good income for those days, you know, late 80s. And he had multiple life insurance policies, uh, including one that was split between my sister and I. And I think I inherited it was a little over $100,000 while I was a cadet at West Point uh, at that age, you know, and Looking back, that you know, the one thing that just stuck with me in the back of my mind, you know, at that point, I thought of myself as a uh, you know young, soon-to-be businessman, you know, who uh, was going to be successful and you know was going to tear the world up, and uh, you know, I didn't didn't really want things handed to me because I didn't want anybody to say, well, you know, you you succeeded because you got all this money, or you succeeded because of whatever, you know, uh, I wanted to be recognized for the hard work, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs think like that. You know, and I also remember thinking that it was, you know, uh, quote, blood money in my mind. And subconsciously, I think I, I actually wanted to get rid of the money. I didn't earn it. And, um, you know, in big surprise, it was gone a couple of years. So, you know, another example might be, you know, you stumble onto a, a big contractor, a big sale that pays a lot up front, you know, a big uh, influx of cash. You know, um, if you end up spending the money right away for various reasons, you know, investments and things in your business that you think, you know, are going to be great for it to grow or whatever. And you don't spread out that revenue and, and book it over time uh, in the order of time uh, that it takes to fulfill that, uh, you're going to be in trouble. And how do I know this? Because I've done it personally. You know, we had a, a big influx of cash and 
it prepays for a client and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you've got to fulfill on that order over, you know, a six month period of time or a year period of time. And, you know, I've got myself in trouble several times, you know, um, you know, in 20 something years of business uh, doing this. And so I think it's really one of those situations that, that we have to be aware of, you know, and, you know, this part is, is going to be rough and, and I'm probably going to turn some people off, but I'm going to be blunt. So just try to hang in there with me. You know, I talked about this in a previous episode, but, you know, you can't be really handed, you know, a business or opportunity if you aren't personally ready for that next level. And if you're not at that level of growth, you know, I, I didn't really buy into this concept until recently, but, you know, um, I really believe that I'm making the amount of money that I need to make in my business right now because I haven't become the person, uh, the businessman who can handle it. You know, you can blame the economy, COVID, lack of funding, your clients, your customers, your team. But in reality, you know, each one of us is the roadblock to the growth of our own income and our business because we haven't earned it through growth. I know I, I used to have all those same excuses, so I'm not, you know, uh, trying to get a ding on anybody. You know, I would say, you know, if a certain political party wasn't in charge of the government, you know, our business would be better. If, you know, we could only get the funding, you know, we needed, we could grow. You know, if we had better clients and a better internal team, we could grow faster. I mean, the excuse list just goes on. And my guess is that a lot of entrepreneurs have fallen into this trap at one time or the other. You know, and the problem is that these excuses stop you from taking responsibility and taking action to move your company forward. In fact, I did a, a whole episode a while back, I think it was called No Excuse Sir or something like that, um, with more detail on that topic if you're interested. But okay, so let's say for a minute that you accept my premise that you're making the exact amount of money and growth with your company that you personally have grown to the level of. So what do you do about it? Well, the first thing I would say is that we have to be wary of, of anything that comes quickly or easily uh, that's out of the ordinary. You know, this means you ink a big deal that's, you know, your largest or one of your largest we've ever done and where you're able to qualify for some outside funding and, you know, you decide to take it. Um, and neither of those are bad things. But if you don't have a plan on how to deal with that influx of cash and the discipline to stick with your plan, the best thing to do is to refuse the opportunity as much as that hurts. Um, you know, but in the long run, if you don't grow as a business person at the same rate as your revenue or cash growth, you'll likely lose it and be worse off than when you started, just like a lottery winner. So, you know, the second thing is I would say, um, you know, use the problems in your business to your advantage because that's how you grow. Instead of looking for an easy influx of cash, figure out how to solve problems that will lead to cash on a consistent basis because consistent cash is what you're looking for, not one-time pops because that's not going to last. And you're only going to grow at a pace that you and your business can keep up with. As entrepreneurs, we get paid to solve problems that are not our own. Instead of panicking and getting ticked off with the next time you have a, quote, crisis, you know, change your mentality and think, well, okay, how can I solve this? And then you go and solve it. And at that point, you can look back and realize that you just grew by conquering a new problem. And you've grown personally in your business skills, which is going to grow your income over time. You know, if you keep focusing on improving yourself and making yourself into the business person who actually does make the money you desire and the growth you want for your company, it'll come automatically. You know, uh, as a side note, you know, years ago, I was in a Amway group. And, you know, if you're in your 40s or older, you probably, are, you know, remember that and have been approached in the past. But, you know, while a lot of people have had very bad experiences, me included, I actually did learn a lot and grew based upon some of their training. One thing I remember a speaker saying at one point, uh, he said if he took all the money away from the top 5% earners in the U.S., that within five years, they'd have it all back and then more. And I really believe that's true. And it's because of who you have to become to make that kind of money. 
you know, we're not talking about somebody inherits, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. We're talking about those who earn it, uh, who didn't, weren't handed a silver spoon, you know, and as someone at a certain level of business growth, you're going to automatically attract the right opportunities to grow your income in your business. It's not, you know, a medical, physical thing or whatever. It's just the way it works in capitalism. If you're providing more value uh, to more people, you get paid more. If you aren't providing the value that will get you the income you want, it's because you haven't developed the skills to become the person who can provide that value to the marketplace. So this is a shorter episode, but I think it's an important topic to think about. You know, so some takeaways, um, you know, I think it's human nature that if something's handed to you, you're likely not going to value it, not know how to manage it and probably lose it quickly. So you want to think twice when you get an opportunity to bring in a big chunk of revenue or uh, even borrowed money compared to what you're used to doing. And if you do decide to take the money, have a plan on how to use it and be absolutely ruthless in your discipline to follow that plan. And then third, you know, when you encounter problems, get excited. Don't get, uh, you know, stressed out about it. Uh, It's actually because solving them will increase your skills and your ability to make more money and grow in the long run. So, you know, as evidenced by lottery winners that we talked about and quick and easy giveaways, it's hard to be disciplined in this area. But however, if you don't, the consequences can be enormous. If you are disciplined, though, you'll continue to become that person you were created to be. I hope this helps and got you thinking about your business. I know it's helped me immensely in our business. Hope you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.